Hey everyone, it's Dave here. Welcome back to the Old Dirty Basement Podcast. Got some exciting news to share with you all today. Yeah, that's right, Dave. We are thrilled to introduce a brand new feature to our podcast, Fan Mail. You can now send your letters, questions, and stories, and we'll read them right here on our show. Absolutely, Matt. This is your chance to be part of the podcast. We want to hear everything you have to say, whether it's fun facts, fan theories, or just a shout out. Send it our way. Zap, you want to tell them how they can send us fan mail? Absolutely, Dave. All you need to do is go to our episode descriptions and click the fan mail link to send us a text. It's super easy to use. Don't worry. Your phone number won't be shared. Everything we see is confidential. It's just between us. Remember, folks, this podcast is for you, and we want you to be a part of it. So don't hesitate. Send in your fan mail today. We might, might just read your letter in our next episode. All right, that's our exciting news for today. Can't wait to get your fan mail. And as always, I'm Zap. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, signing off from the Old Dirty Basement Podcast. And we'll catch you where? On the flip side. If we don't see you sooner, we'll see you later. Peace. Before we begin, we have been advised by our legal counsel that a disclaimer is required before we suggest that any of our audience watch Blood Lake. Our law firm has sent over their senior partner, J.W. Scheister, Esquire. Viewing of Blood Lake is intended for entertainment purposes only. The creators of Old Dirty Basement make no representations, warranties as the efficacy of Blood Lake. Individual results may vary. The creators of Old Dirty Basement have no financial interest in Blood Lake. Any favorable comments about Blood Lake should not be construed as an endorsement of Blood Lake by the creators of Old Dirty Basement. Blood Lake is harmful if swallowed. Blood Lake is live except on the West Coast. Blood Lake is not intended to be used as a flotation device. Blood Lake is recommended for indoor use only. No post is necessary if mailed in the United States. Blood Lake may contain small parts. Do not watch Blood Lake. Yet the safety seal is broken. Hey, J.W., you going to wrap this up? How much longer is this cat going to be talking, man? I don't know. He does get paid by the hour, but do you want to just start the show? Yeah. Lawyers, dude. Hey, this is Matt. And this is Dave. And welcome to Vintage Cinema Review. Where every week we review some of our favorite films from the past. Hey, there ain't no late fees here. Welcome back, everybody. What What do we got going on here? Hey, Matt. Hey, what what are you doing there, Dave? Oh, man, I got a special one today. Oh, yeah, all right. Loading this baby up. If I only had this copy of this movie on VHS, I'd be a rich man right now. Oh, why do you say that? This is 1987. Okay. Masterpiece. Blood Lake. Blood Lake. All right. I can't wait to hear a little bit about the Blood Lake effects we got. Yeah, so Blood Lake, for you people that don't know, is not the one with Shannon Doherty. That was no, the, that was, yeah, it's a newer one, I think. And I did a little test the other day. I went and watched the Shannon Doherty Blood Lake after watching our Blood Lake that we're talking about and actually made Shannon Doherty's movie really good. And it seemed like it, the production value was so good compared to our Blood Lake. So does, I, that's a little, does that have to do with, it's a, it's a monster film, right? Well, the Blood Lake More with Shannon a, Doherty was yes. these little worms are like that with teeth. They're called lampreys or something. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, they, they were in a lake. But I watched that after Blood Lake 1987. I watched Shannon Doherty's Blood Lake, and it was like watching an Oscar-worthy film. It made it look like it was so well done. Was it kind of like Jaws to Sharknado? Exactly. The amount of money spent. So Blood Lake 1987, budget of $6,000, which is, is not a lot of money for a movie. $6,000, yeah, for a budget. The movie was filmed in Cedar Lake, Oklahoma, and 
it was actually at a property that was owned by the the family of the one girl, the one actress. There's a group of friends that were kind of on vacation and decided, hey, let's do a script and make this movie. At the time of the late 80s, he either made pornos or he made slasher flicks if you wanted to make money quick. If you had your own uh, VHS recorder yeah, at ba- the time. <laughs> basically because that's what was hot in the early 80s when Friday the 13th was out, Halloween in the late 70s into the 80s. All these movies just spawned all these slasher flicks. Funny thing is I remember growing up uh, hanging out with you when we were kids. When we were younger, Dave and I, we would make our own little type of movies with friends of ours. And uh, that's what we had. We had a VHS tape if we would even have thought back then to have a couple thousand dollars and, and make our own movie, we could have done that. Definitely. I mean, it actually wasn't edited too bad the way it was put together. The acting wasn't great. There's a lot of things about this that are, are laughable when you watch it. But, but in a great way. But in a great way, yeah. It's a movie that I'm very conflicted on. The first time I had an encounter with this movie, I don't know how to put this. <laughs> the movie snuck up on you. Yeah, it was a group of friends that we enjoyed watching B horror movies, movies, Mm -hmm. ones that maybe we missed, you know, we always go to Blockbuster or Video Time or one of these local video stores and try to track down something we missed. For our younger people listening, there was actually places you could go and rent uh, VHS recordings of movies Mm -hmm. and it it was a big night out. You would take dates there, your family would go, Mm -hmm. You, you could buy two and get one free. Yeah, and the funny thing is, this movie would rent for four dollars, let's say four twenty-five. But so would Titanic, a movie that cost two hundred million. You know how much to make? It didn't matter. So your money, if you spent your good hard-earned money on a movie, you better enjoy it because it's not like Netflix where you can just exit out. Like you rent that movie, that's what you're watching. Yeah, that's what you're watching for the night. So when you went after a movie like this, you're paying money for it, so you're hoping it's entertaining. What was entertaining in its own way? A group of friends of, of mine, we went and rented it. Case looked awesome. We looked at the front. Like, yeah, this looks good. I never heard I have, of this. I have to agree. Like the if you if you would look that up online, guys, look up Blood Lake, nineteen eighty seven. And if you look at the case, I mean the, the picture is great. If I could get that poster from somewhere, if anybody has that or knows where I could get the poster, um, I would have it in my basement right now. I will tell you, Matt. I decided it might be cool to pick up an old VHS copy of Blood Lake and just have it, you know, to take a picture of as a prop. To put on our social media pages. Where, where would you look for that at? Did you go on Amazon or? Well, I just looked across the internet. Okay. If you Google or however you search Bing or whatever you want to search with and you search Blood Lake VHS, as of this recording, there's one for sale that I can find anywhere on the internet and it's $2,450 on eBay right now. I talked to a friend of mine. Okay. That, uh, you know, he collects movies and has a ton himself. He actually has his own DVD, not VHS. And he said, I quote, that's aggressive. <laughs> so that price is yeah, they're, a, li- they're, a little they're overpriced. Going for broke on that, huh? They are going for broke Which on, the, I believe on that it's price. Very aggressive for that price. The VHS movies are becoming kind of like baseball cards now. If you have one that's sealed, and, and this movie's not sealed for that price, there was a copy of Back to the Future sealed from 1985 that someone's selling for $20,000. Now, that's extreme. That is extreme, but there's somebody out there who could have that and show his friends when they come over for like things like we're doing now. If, they would, if, if you're out there and you did buy that and have that, if you would like to come here and in the studio and show us that, I mean, that, that'd be something cool to see. Appreciate that. To me, if you hit the lottery, you had a ton of money, yeah. and you just wanted something cool to show off. I mean, you're not going to open it. You're not going to watch it. The, the video quality is not good, but some people like that nostalgic feeling of watching a VHS copy of a movie. I come to find out a lot of VHS movies are going for exorbitant amounts of money. So 
that's going to hurt my segment. I don't know that I'll be buying any of these, but I will still review them, and I guess I could still upload a picture. We could, you can either. actually go online. They have a few blockbusters left. They do. I've seen something on that. If they had a show. They do. They had one that's left, and it's privately owned. I did watch that documentary. But also, if, if you ever want to laugh really hard, go on to, there's a, a Twitter called The Last Blockbuster. And I don't know who it's ran by, but it's hilarious. I have to check that out. <laughs> and they, they have little things every day. They'll put like, hey, there's guys with hard hats and tape measures out front. I wonder what they're up to. <laughs> like they're getting ready to measure <laughs> for like some <laughs> You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. And, and, and they always have like hilarious posts like that. It's not actually a blockbuster, obviously. It's some comedian that just puts out these funny okay. tweets. It's called The Last Blockbuster. It is sad when you think about it that that was a part of culture. Like that on a Friday night, Saturday night, you'd go to... The video store and, and you get rent a video. Suck, sucked into renting. Yeah. If you get one, if you get two more, you get a, th- a fourth one free. But you right. only you only had one night to watch them. Yeah, <laughs> so it exactly. Like, it was like a, a scramble to get your movies watched. And then the Be Kind Rewind for all of you out there who are in their 30s and 40s. Yeah, you'll, you'll remember that. You, you don't want to re- get charged the extra $2 if you didn't rewind your video cassette. But Blood Lake, you can stream it on Tubi TV is a site that I used, and I think Matt used the same Yeah, that's one. a great site. Yeah, um, if you want to see this movie, and we're going to talk about this today, so I would recommend going and watching it if you don't want any spoilers. Although, I mean, there's not much to not the much story, spoilers. to be honest. I mean, it's not like it's uh, The Sixth Sense or something. Not going to ruin anything for you. So, if, yeah, you were telling us, Dave, this was, uh, this was filmed around Cedar Lake, Oklahoma. Yep, Cedar Lake, Oklahoma. Which is the lake in yep. the Oklahoma area, I take yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, budget is $6,000, and right off the bat, when you start watching this, you can see why it only costs $6,000. The production value is not great. It does have a runtime of an hour and 22 minutes, which a lot of horror movies today are. That, that's that's kind of spot on for the hour and a half, hour 22 minutes. The director, there's commentary you can get on the DVD copy, the special edition, and I uh, saw that he made a comment that to get to the hour and 22 minutes, they had a lot of filler in the movie, probably referencing the, the water skiing scene. We'll, we'll get to that, Dave. We'll tell them. Director Tim Boggs, he, he was into water skiing. He was. They were very into water skiing, but I think he was very into getting this movie to the bare minimum. So I guess to release it, you had to have it at a certain length. So when you watch this, there'll be a lot of filler, <laughs> I guess would be the easiest way to say it. So when we look at uh, Blood Lake, Blood Lake started out, location, Cedar Lake, Oklahoma. You get into the movie, and uh, you have about, what, six kids driving up to the lake home, correct? Right. Well, the initial scene, we see this mystery killer with the cowboy boots, and he's attacking a guy that seems to be gardening, doing some work around the lake house. And uh, you don't see much of the, the kill or anything like that. The dialogue is ridiculously cheesy it's like i had nothing to do with it you know Ah, yeah ah. yeah. there's no real show of blood or anything like that it's not a gory movie at all and that's how the movie starts a little scene like that and then we jump to one of the funniest parts of the movie for me is you got a trans am towing a a boat yes the uh, good old trans am with the tow package back in 1987 you can ask for the trans am brand new you know off the showroom floor with that tow package on it i think it was an extra 74 dollars back then you wouldn't usually see that, I don't think. I guess you could do that, but it just seems like an odd pairing. But I did I did really enjoy that scene because they're there, you know, they're towing the boat up. They're all excited. You got these six kids, which I'd say four of them were regular teenagers that you would see in a teen movie, 17, 18 years old. Mm. 
Then you had uh, two kids, actually, like youth. Yeah, yeah. They, they were like 12, Four, or, 12 13. or 13. They looked really young, and their dialogue between the two was, was very sexual in nature, which it just seemed like an odd thing. It, it, it is what it is. It it's is a movie. what it is. The, uh, Tim Boggs thought it was funny. It was, it so was 1987, it. so different time. Like I said, they're going to the lake. You see them driving to the lake for a good time. It starts out drinking. Yeah, they, they enjoy the drinking, a lot of uh, drinking, and some marijuana use. The girl that owns the lake, it's her family lake house. They don't really rent this lake house out. So we're assuming that there hasn't been anybody at this lake house for months and months. When they get there, they get there. Oh, there's and, a surprise when they get there. surprise when they get there. Yeah. They, they get there, they open up the fridge, and it's fresh groceries in there. You got a fresh gallon of milk, and they're perplexed. Like, what's going on? This milk's like, oh, Yeah, know. this milk's brand new. Like, yeah, what? Well, yeah. This is so odd. Like. So they let it go. They let it go, but, yeah. you know, right then you know something's off. So, you know, something's wrong here, and uh, we already know there's a killer around the area. Now, this killer's not very intimidating looking, but there is somebody there with a knife, and we see that in the very opening cutscene. The killer kind of reminds me of, like, your uh, uncle that kind of lives in the Oklahoma area, if you would have one like that, or, like, an uncle that lives out west. Yeah. It's kind of what uh, the killer... He kind of reminded me of Bam Margera's dad. He yeah. did. <laughs> Big Phil. Say, it might have like, been him. He, it might it it have been Bam been Margera's him. dad. Yeah. I mean, I think, no, the name of the actual actor is Tiny Frazier as the killer, Jed. I was going to say Tiny Frazier. I was looking for that. What's funny about that, though, is they call him Tiny Frazier. But like a lot of people, he's a very big guy. So, you know, you call him Tiny. It's it's a funny thing. It's a play on words. Right. So they're there at the lake house and they're doing teenage kid things, you know, drinking, partying, kind of hanging out. Just a lot of that. A lot of just sitting around. There's a game of quarters. It had the 80s premise where there was the, the alcohol abuse. You know, the big brother at the lake brought the girls up. They're all drinking a lot, which yeah. if you watch the movie while they're playing these drinking games, there's no drinking being done, which I thought was fantastic acting. And there's sip after sip. There was marijuana use or, or suggestion of it, which it looked like some sort of badly rolled cigarette. So, I mean, they weren't really partaking in anything bad. But then they would, like, you know, if they would sneak off, to do whatever, like then, then they would end up getting murdered. Getting murdered by the yeah. cowboy boot wearing killer. Yes. And, it, did you did notice his uh, murder weapon in that movie? Uh, I know it was a knife. It was the Sylvester Stallone Rambo knife. Oh, the Rambo issue. When he, he puts the knife down into the wood while he's watching out on the uh, dock there, and it has it, the, the compass starts wobbling on the top of it. Oh, wow. Uh, they make friends with uh, two other guys from around the the area. They are there for the summer yep. visiting their parents. Yeah, and I think they hook up. They go out and they, they water ski. They're, a water skiing scene, when we get around to that, that's a big chunk of this movie. It's, uh, I think watching it uh, the other day again, I think it's about a 20-minute, 18 to 20 minutes of water skiing is, is what, what they was? do. And uh, they actually come back in the water skiing scene because they're hungry. Uh, they drop two off. They're like, hey, what do you guys want to do? I don't know. Like, let's head, up, let's head back out. Let's go back out and water ski. So there they went again for another, I think, five, six minutes of water skiing action. And that's where you get that filler I was talking about, along with other scenes. But that was one of the main ones that he was probably like, hey, you know, we're already here. Let's water ski. And, and a water skiing scene should be maybe 10 seconds just to show, hey, we were water skiing. And then back to the script and storyline. Uh, just in case you're wondering what that sound was in the background, that was a boat running. The boat that was in the movie after three tanks of gas. Yeah, we wanted to give you an idea, like the time. <laughs> that does not do it justice. No, it was even longer than that. So I'm sure with the budget of $6,000, the, the boat was probably theirs. Uh, the cars were theirs. They had to buy gas, which could have been pretty expensive for the uh, water skiing scene. It was actually a long time. I saw this budget 
of 6,000, you know, I started adding stuff up and, you know, I could see where it, it dwindles down pretty fast. They got some nonsense going on. They didn't spend a lot on special effects, I tell you that, or like oh, uh, no, for the no. kill scenes or anything like that. We don't see a lot of blood. For the movies from the 80s, there's no nudity in it, which you usually get with a horror movie from the 80s. It's kind of a staple. You know, you get gore, you get nudity. It doesn't really have any of that. Well, there it, was there was uh, references to sexual... There was a lot of sexual references, yeah. There, exactly. And there was yeah. Uh, the scene on the boat. I think they, they weren't having sex. They were. He was probably rounding third. Well, it was so dark and the filming was so... Yes, filming was so bad. This movie obviously was filmed on a camcorder. There's telltale signs of that. Even streaming this on a streaming service at the 39-minute mark, you start to see tracking issues with the tape. And that's actually embedded in the film where you could tell it was filmed on a camcorder more than likely and they had a tracking issue in the camcorder the, the budget just i mean it shows like i said it, it does I, for, I, for the time though and the way it was done like we're saying we're kind of telling people the budget this and that but for what the budget was mm-hmm. it was a very entertaining movie so outside of the scene with the gardener which actually watching that again the other day the girl did reference that the gardener was missing i didn't make that connection on the past past times i watched this movie that she's referring to the guy from the very beginning oh there should murdered. be a gardener oh where because yeah. he lives in a little shed that's next to the house is where yeah, yeah. well that shed have, uh... that shed's funny because they're going out and i think there's even a scene there where they come back from the lake and the killer's kind of moseying around the house <laughs> hey, the hey, like, like yeah. hey what are you doing there he's walking around like benny hill like and and they're like hey what are you doing and then he, they just kind of forget about yeah him. forget about him like ah, that's that guy yeah but he just goes around back, goes right back into the little shed by the house where he's living at. Yeah. And which they keep on, like, yeah, throughout the movie, like, I heard something back here. What'd you hear? Yeah. Oh, it's locked. And they yeah. just kind of just forget about it. Let I, it go. I, I mean, I think I would bust the door down and see what's doing in here. but Or, or, or trying to open a window or see, see what's going on. Something. So you don't really get your first kill to, like, the 48-minute mark outside of the very first, which is uneventful. The 48-minute mark starts to happen. You know, teenagers getting picked off. But like I said, not a lot of gore. I don't even know. There might have been like one or two scenes with a little well, the, bit of gore. The, the killing scene, the very first killing scene, like you said, around the 48 minute there, I, I found it was strange because there were two two dead kids, uh, one pretty much up on against the tree, dead. Yeah. And the other one laying half in the water, half out, blood everywhere. So he goes up. They, they have, not a cop was called, but it was the... Lake Patrol. Lake Patrol. Yeah. They were the ones that came up and, you know, you hear a on the door there and the guy's like hey i need you to come down here buddy i need you to check out what's going on here do you know these people it was very unofficial like you know that <laughs> for all the murdering there's no cops in it at all no yes, sheriff none. none of that just uh lake patrol lake guy patrol. and he he was he was the guy that was in charge and this lake they have a lake patrol this lake is not very big so i mean you can if you're standing at the the edge of it and you look to your left right and across you're gonna see land so i mean i would Guess maybe at the most, maybe a mile, half mile. Probably, across, yeah, probably you know, about a I, mile. If I had to guess, does it really need a lake patrol? I mean, could couldn't have, couldn't hey, have sprung a, for a you know a cop guy in a cop outfit or something. Nah, people need jobs. You can go to Party City and get a cop outfit, you know, <laughs> and just say he's a cop. Or, or it was pretty much a cop outfit, but they just called him Lake Patrol. I, I don't think I they mean, could, they couldn't have said cop. Maybe the Cedar Lake Police said no. Want, we don't yeah, want no parts. They, of we it. don't want parts of it. We don't be associated. Yeah, with they didn't want movie. any parts of the murder scenes or anything there around Cedar Lake. Yeah, it was odd though that that's who they called. Now there was an ambulance. I did at the end of the movie. They did have an ambulance. So I don't know how they suckered them into using the ambulance in the movie, but no cops or anything like that. Just Lake Patrol. So yeah, this Lake Patrol guy shows up middle of the day. Bodies are just kind of laying out there out in the open. 
And I think that was it. The Doug Barry was the guy that played Mike. He was the one that came out to witness the dead bodies, and he was distraught. He he was a mess, like going in the house. He's about to cry, mm-hmm. and then his buddies are like, "Hey, man, we're gonna go for a walk." He's like, "Oh, you nuts!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's always trying to stop them, and you, know, you guys are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> people dying. He Very takes on the father figure role yeah. of the of the group of kids there. He was enjoyable to watch. His performance was enjoyable to me. The, the movie was kind of a train wreck, but I love it. I mean, we loved it back then when we saw it. We actually talked friends of, of mine. We were like, let's make Blood Lake 2. We can probably make it pretty funny and make it good. Because, I mean, you could improve on this story. I think it has potential. I just think they just didn't put enough. You should have tried that. You could have remade it for... We, Six thousand, ten thousand dollars, probably. Well, we had a cover back. We had a cover made up for it, and we had like water ski. Like, did you uh, like crayons and? <laughs> no, no, no. We did it like uh, I think my one buddy did it like on on a computer program or something. I remember I had it as my screensaver for a little while. It was somebody on water skis and it said Blood Lake Two. We were actually talking about it and thinking about a script and writing it up. Of course, when did never, you um? When did you say you tried to rent this? Well, Around well, ninety five, ninety six, probably ninety six, ninety seven, okay. maybe when we rented it. And the movie came out in 87. There was a lot of these shot-on video-type movies that they would distribute. That's what I was saying earlier. You go to rent a movie, you expect it to be, you're going to pay good money for a production. For a movie, you figure the production value should be decent. A lot of times you'd get something like this. And if you don't know how to take it, you're going to be upset. I'm sure a lot of people went and tried to get their money, you know. (laughs) From Blockbuster. We we did not do that, but I can see where people would have done that. I think... People listening out there, you need to see the movie. You definitely need to see it. They left it open-ended. There could be a sequel to this day. So at the end of the movie, Jed has, in that shed we talk about, he had a couple of the kids tied up in there, and one of them escapes and ends up stabbing him multiple times. His body's laying there. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder what he would be facing at time-wise, or murderer, uh, if he was convicted of a homicide or a double homicide in 1987. Yeah, you mean Jed? I mean, I think... I think it'd be a lot of time, and we can check with with JW. Huh? Oh yeah, it's, that's what we have him for. Go ahead. Let's see what? Let me pull his mic up. See. All right. Not included. Blood Lake is available only at participating local dealers. Huh. Prices and participation and may he's vary. Still on that use of alcohol or other mind-altering man. beverages while viewing Blood Lake are strongly recommended. Hey, if using JW. alcohol or other mind-altering beverages during the viewing of Blood Lake, JW. users should avoid operating uh, heavy or light machinery. Do not watch Blood Lake if pregnant or expecting. I'm gonna drop his mic again, man. I don't know. He's still on that, but yeah, you would think it'd be a lot of. You know, you're looking at. What is that, Oklahoma? Maybe the death penalty? I don't know. I don't know. That's what we're paying our lawyer for, Dave. Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe we'll finish at some point. Yeah. So we don't know what happened to Jed. Then, talking about filler again. So the last 10 minutes of the movie or so, we see Jed standing out looking over a dried up lake. And they actually have, in the credits, they have a, a message up on the screen. Dry, How was it, Matt? Was dry it? Lake special visual effects are by an act of God. So there was a, a dam that broke. They said it, the lake the lake dried up. The lake dried out, so it was an act of God. This lake then dried down to like a quarter of the size, and we got Jed standing there for, like I said, it seems like an eternity just looking out. Probably, probably uh, filming-wise, probably three to four minutes, if not five minutes of him just standing there while they're just rolling shallow credits. Credits, yeah, just... For me, it was just kind of like, all right, wrap it up already. But there, like I said, he had to get to his time limit. I guess it was an hour and 22. I don't know if that was like the bare minimum. Because there was only, I mean, for the cast, there was only seven or eight actual cast members. It was kind of like filming during COVID. You know, they can only, they were all in the bubble, (laughs) which was the, basically just the uh, little cabin there. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about yeah, that. It was, it was just like filming during COVID there. You'd think we'd have more movies like that during COVID. You know, it'd be a lot of movies like that, Blood Lake, where it's just family members or something yeah. like that. But let's hope not. But <laughs> yeah, and at, at any rate, this movie, like I said, Tubi TV is where I ended up streaming Tubi it. TV. Or like I said, you can go ahead and buy it for $2,450. And this is the exact type thing that I could see my wife looking at me with like disgust if we hit the lottery and, and I spent the $2,450 on this. Well, I don't know if you'd have to win the lottery. But. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to justify spending that much money on gotcha. a VHS tape, it's just the type thing that I could see her just being like shaking her head. You know, that look. It's oh, like, yeah. what are you yeah. doing? You know, I, I do love these reviews. Tell us what you got for us next week, man. Oh, next week's one that I really enjoy. It was actually a, um, a early listener submission. Ooh, from, por- n- from 1981. Yeah, Porky's. Jeez. Shout out to Brian. He, Thanks, uh, Brian. Yeah, he wanted, a, he wanted to hear us or give our thoughts on this movie, so... This will be next week's selection, Porky. So if you're listening and you enjoy it, watch that movie and be ready for next week. Hey, quick, before we go, I had another question for our lawyer, J.W. Scheister. Yeah, let's check in on him. I don't know. We'll give it a shot. All right, cool. Let me pull his mic back up. Product packaging. After watching Blood Lake, some viewers still have on that, man. leakage. Blood Lake uh, may cause dizziness. All right, man, never mind. <laughs> if condition persists. At this point, I, I think he's, Lost you know, pays maximum fine. Old dirty it's going to be a while. FDIC. Wait, Blood Lake may contain peanuts. Yeah, Lost you're right. Shake Blood Lake well before right. using. Store Blood Lake. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Catch you where? On the you flip side. Old Dirty Basement is not responsible for item 30. Thank you for tuning into the Vintage Cinema Review. Please like and follow us on our social media pages at Old Dirty Basement on Facebook and Instagram, at Old Dirty Basement Podcast on TikTok. Until next time. Cheers. <laughs>